Righto, you legends, before we rip into another episode of the Deadass Podcast, I'd firstly like to thank our major sponsor, Country Tracker Caps, for the continued support of the podcast. You will find their merchandise at thecountrycompanies.com or if you'd like to design your own cap, head to countrytruckercaps.com. Knuckles has fired up a discount code for the pallbearers. Type in Deadass at the checkout to receive your discount. That is D-E-A-D-A-S-S. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome. Deadass Podcast. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Deadass Podcast. I am your host, Brizey, where we capture eulogies and share stories. Today, we are doing another morning show and back by popular demand. I have my mate, Carl. Hey, Bryce. How you going, mate? Living the dream, mate. Living the dream. Beautiful, mate. That's what we love to hear. Um, so we actually get quite a bit of a, I've noticed like in our feed, um, from our, the pole bearers that we're getting, um, quite a few requests that people are enjoying these morning shows. So I thought it'd be a good idea. Let's, let's, let's give what the people want. Yep. Talk, talk a bit about it. Talk a bit about it. Have another, have another episode of the morning show. Um, firstly, I'd like to give a shout out, uh, to Deadbeat Eyewear. For the safety glasses, which I will be wearing today on the morning show for the whole show. Um, thanks to that legend for supplying me with some of these um, kick-ass uh, safety glasses, um, which I'll use for when I'm doing cremating, mm-hmm. even some mortuary preparation, working, yep. work, whatever <laughs> may, be the, may, may be the case. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I thought I'll wear these today <laughs> all day during the uh, podcast. I th- figured like it make me look a little bit more distinguished too, I reckon. No, nothing's going to do that, mate. No, you don't reckon? No, no, no. Can't polish a turd? That's right. That's what I've you heard. You can try. Yeah. <laughs> you just wear it away. Yeah, so, so that's Deadbeat Eyewear. They're available on uh, Instagram. Give them a follow. And they have a Shopify account there uh, with a link in their Instagram page. Uh, go and have a look at their stuff there. Bloody legend. So cheers for that. 
Um, so moving forward, um, we've got – so Colin and I actually sat down and discussed a couple of the transfers and bits and pieces that we've done over the years, and we figured what we might do is we'll share with you guys today – um, a couple of those transfers that we did, we'll break them down a little bit and have a bit of discussion about those. And then also, um, I also brought in one of my old case studies that I did back in 2013 for an embalming case was part of the training that we had to do, um, where I recorded like uh, a case where we did a, a full post-mortem um, embalming. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through and discuss that as well um, and go from there. So pretty much, mate, uh, a couple of transfers we discussed. Yep. Um, the first one I wanted to touch base with you about was the uh, call that we got. Uh, it was a coroner's job and uh, it was to a residence place um, and it was a self-inflicted gunshot. Yep. And uh, just before we start <laughs> on that, um, I just want to make another mention too that um, with all the with all these um, jobs that we're going to be discussing today, and also uh, with the embalming that we that we're going to talk about as well, everything that we do from from that point will be um, obviously no names involved um, at discretion of respect for the person who's passed away, and yep. also respect to the family that's yep. involved with that. So <laughs> no names, no locations, no locations, no, no, no none no, of that no, sort no. of stuff. So <clears throat> these are just going to be broad, yep. um, and also to a bit of um, a bit of listening. Um, yeah. uh, pre-warning that some of the some of the stuff that we might might can be a bit distressing. To yeah, some a bit people. distressing to some people. So just just to give you a bit of a trigger warning on that one, without going too many like yeah. Well, specifics. we'll try to be respectful as, yeah. po- as possible, but um, just wanted to give you a warning on that just in case mm-hmm. as well. So, um, but yeah, so we got that call. Uh, it was yeah. a self-inflicted gunshot wound. We believe it was it was with a high caliber rifle. It was a high caliber rifle. Yes. Yeah. And we have attended this. We've been called to the scene. Called to the scene. Yeah. Uh, we we turned up at the scene, ready to do what we need to do, and then all of a sudden, someone in their their wisdom decided it it could be suspicious. Yeah. So, it, describe the scene a bit to us. So we've come in. It's it was in a smallish room. Yeah, smallish room, bedroom. I think it was bedroom. The gunshot was to the head. Yes. Um, with a higher caliber rifle, so yep. you could naturally assume that it was going to be quite a quite mess, quite a bit, yeah, a fair, fair bit of spatter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, it it did go throughout the whole room. That's correct. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and from the position that it looked like it was, it looked looked like the gun had actually been facing upwards. Upwards. upwards yeah. Yep. And then obviously the the trigger's been pulled. Yeah. And subsequently. Everything's yeah, happened. It's everything's happened, yeah, and the the bullet's gone through the Tra- roof. trajectory's gone through the yeah. through the ceiling. Yes, that's right. But there was a discrepancy. That's correct. Yeah, um, one of the officers there, or one of the, the people investigating, noticed there was two mm. two holes in the ceiling. Yeah, that's right. So they seem to think, or maybe there might have been two shots fired. Yes, even though there's only one case. Yeah, they found. Yes. And at that time, the person was still laying on. Yeah, still, still in laying situ. On. Yeah, 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 on on the on the rifle. Yeah. So they hadn't even removed that part no, yet. No, I haven't done any of that yet. No. Yeah. So, so there was that issue that there, there may have been a second gunshot. Mm. Um, now, the, know, was it staged sort of thing? Yeah, I suppose. yeah, that's right. 
from your from your recollection, what you can remember, do you remember yep. looking at the roof and making your own assumption of what it was? Yeah, I do, because it wasn't a round hole. So you could clearly see that there was a round hole for, the, for one of them. One of them, yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was a square hole. Square hole. Yeah. So, so obviously it wasn't. It was. Yeah. It was something else that went through the ceiling. It wasn't. It wasn't a. a it wasn't. It wasn't the trajectory of the bullet. Yeah. It was the trajectory of something else. Yeah. That the bullet had hit. Yeah. Yeah. You got an assumption? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to probably assume that. Mate, you, you were, yeah, you were there with me. Yeah, I'm going to assume yeah. it was a piece of skull. There was, yeah. 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 So, um, so what happened was we actually we got so when we got there we had to essentially wait. Mm. Now we're on we're on a private contract, so there is waiting time, and obviously they were annoyed that we got called too early. Well, when when one of the OICs turned up, yeah. Why, why are you guys here? Mm. And I sort of said to him, um, well, we don't just turn up until we're called. That's right. Um, so I, I explained that we were called, but then mm. another officer has, has, has thought something else, a bit, bit, bit more a foul play. Yeah. Um, and then the OIC was called. Yes. And he's just into us sort of thing, wanting to know why we turned up so early. Mm. Yeah. Were, yeah. We're, and not, look, we're, we're not ambulance chases. No. No. No, we're not. We're not. Yeah, uh, but it's not like it's like we don't even know where to go. We don't. <laughs> so no, we, we, don't we, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, unless we've been told where to go. Yeah. So it's we're, like, we're, not, we're not sitting around listening to police scanners. We don't listen to police radios. We, we only go when we're called. Mm-hmm. By police communications. Yeah, yeah, of course, definitely. And at the end of the day, we're still under the directions of the police. We yeah. only do what the police tell us to do. That's right, yeah. yeah. So um, even though it's for the coroner, we're yeah. under the directions of the police. Yeah. Uh, so that was one of the transfers I wanted to talk about, uh, that one in particular, because that one that one was like, I guess, like a great way to sort of like dive into it, I guess. Good way to warm up on mm-hmm. it. Now, you, you went through our coroner's book. And had a look at some. I had a couple of jobs, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you you picked out a couple yep. that you wanted to just sort of discuss a couple of them. Yeah, about. yeah. As I said, once again, without going to, to yeah, too course. many specifics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, one was a um, single vehicle. Uh, sorry, it was a single vehicle MVA motor vehicle crash, yeah. I suppose, um, involving a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Um, when I arrived there. Everyone was there. They're doing the investigations. They're doing the. They're, they're measuring this. They're measuring that. And they come down to the conclusion that it 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 looked like this person on this motorcycle had um, either fallen asleep or just one off the side of the road. Um. So while they're doing all that, I sort of had a bit of a look at the motorbike because you know I'm into motorbikes. Of course, yeah. We all are. We all are. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. I just happened to notice there was a little bit of um. Kangaroo fur, yeah, sure. In the front mudguard, yeah, right. Wedged between the mudguard and the, and the and the forks. So I pointed it out to someone, yeah. and they're like, "Oh shit, righto, uh, yeah, okay, change change your tactics. <laughs> Let's look at this. <laughs> Reapproaches, yeah, re, yeah, reprocess this, and um, we'll look at it from a different angle. Did you not? Did they? Did they see any? Did you? Could you see any um, of the kangaroo? Was it no. an animal? You couldn't see any. No, so it might have even yeah. just clipped it. Yeah, he might have just clipped it, mate. But then mm. again, when you're on a motorbike. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, it doesn't take much to. Um, was it day or night? Night. It was a nighttime one yeah, too. So nighttime. also, you, you know, the visibility's down. Yeah. Well, you know yourself. You know. No. Oh, yeah. With our, our transfer vehicle, 
in the last 15 years, we've probably hit a dozen or more kangaroos, and that's just yeah. going to the beach. Yeah, well, there you go. That's right. Yeah. Can, yeah. Um, they just jump out of nowhere. Mm. No, I had a – yeah, it happens all the time. I had a friend not too long ago, bloody – Hit a wallaby on their motorcycle yep. and ended up writing that one off too, yep. eh? So, um, yeah, so that um, – it ended up being a, a local job. Like, did, did, no, we, end up, did it, we do a service? No, I, or did, I think he was from up north somewhere, mate. Uh, okay, he was so heading north. He was heading north, okay. Yeah. And it just happened to be sort of in our area when, in it, our, when, yeah, it, when it took our place. District. Yep. Yeah, in our district. Yeah. Um, and, of course, on the highway, mate, any of these sort of uh, traffic crashes and stuff like that, if someone does pass away, well – there's a good possibility that they're not local people. They're yeah, just, that's true. Just, just traveling. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. It is. It is quite a. It is quite common, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was uh, that was one. Of, that was one of the that other ones. One yep. And then what was the other? There was two more, isn't there? That you had yeah, there's a one? couple more. Um, another one was um, I got called to do a, a, a another coroner's job from a um, a property. There was a large shed. That um, when I first arrived there on scene, um, the garage was all opened up. You know, the doors were all open, all that sort of stuff. <clears throat> and didn't think much of it. And it was just being treated as a uh, what we call a drop down. Sure. So someone just just passed away. You know. And um, when I and when I went over and had a bit of a look, I noticed he was very marbled. Yes. Okay. On the chest and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Which. You know, I'm no doctor or scientist or anything like that or a pathologist, but, but um, to me it looked like, from what I've seen before, yeah. <clears throat> it, it looked like um, carbon monoxide. Yeah, carbon monoxide poisoning. So I, I, And we've seen quite a few of those over we have, years. Yeah, so you yeah, get yeah. a bit of an understanding of, of what, the you effects, ex- yeah, yeah. what the effects are, what you expect on, to on see. Person, yeah. It's like for people who are listening, it's like it's like the darkening, darkening of the – of the veins and the, the veins arteries and stuff, and, yeah, and yeah. you can actually see them through, uh, through, through the, the skin. skin. Yeah. There is actually a bit of discoloration in the yeah. skin, but you, you get this darkening yeah. um, veins. So we just call it marbling. Marbling, yeah, because yeah. it does. It resembles like a marbling yeah. effect, hmm. like you'd see on a on a floor or something. Like it's the the, the veins of it, the yeah. streaks of it. Um, so that's what it looked like. They looked like they're. It looked like some, that to me, yeah, yeah. And of course, you know the. The investigators and all that sort of stuff there were like, no, nah, we've, we've checked everything. You know, the, the the there's no keys in any vehicles there. Everything looks looks fine. It just looked like he might have had you know uh, natural causes sort of thing. Even though yeah. he was he wasn't an old person. Yes. Um. So it it did give them a bit of thinking then on on what maybe. Mm, so I know once the investigation was sort of that that night I think or the next morning the um the officers that were investigating went back through the photos and actually spotted a little generator or a big generator sure. off in the corner of a room, which no one even no one even looked at. Yeah. So they went back up there the next day, had a look at this generator, and it was out of fuel and it was turned on. Yeah, right. So, you know, whether it was intentional or not, unfortunately this person passed away from from that. That was the cause. Yeah. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting, those little things. Yeah, a little, little bit of knowledge, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and like, you know, look, we'll be honest with you. It's like when we when we attend a scene, like, you know, we get to see firsthand what's yeah. going on. Yeah. So, you know, like while we're, while we're waiting or we might be doing something, we're sitting there and we're sort of making our own little assumptions. Uh, yeah, little assumptions. What, assumption might, be, stuff, yeah. what might be happening, yeah. what has happened to this person. See, and people got to realise too, mate, that is um, – 
because there is a lot of um, officers, you know, general duties and um, even scenes of crime sure. people, um, they don't get to see everything on these cases. Yeah. Whereas we are going to every case. Yes, that's right. So it's not a it's not a case of being, I don't know, I, I, I can't say the word, uh, like knowledgeable or anything like that. It's just we make our own assumptions. Yeah. And a lot of the times they're sort of saying, oh, so, okay, so what do you think? Well, yeah, like, just, well, in yeah general, well, just in just general. Just general, general, general conversation. General chit-chat. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And sometimes it, it, it helps them out. I had a, um, I had a, <coughs> excuse me, I had a detective sit there and ask me one time, the person had passed away on the toilet and had actually gone face down. Yep. And had obviously been there for quite some time. And you know what it's like when someone's in the same position for quite a long time. You get this pressure build up. There's a, yep. the, the, you know, what we call post-mortem stain. There's yep. liver mortis. Liver there's mortis. all these yep. the blood pooling that happens to the, to wherever, you know. The, the long, lower, long lower, lower things, extremities. Yeah, yep. the lowest to the bottom of the body. Yep. So if the, lo- if the body's laying horizontal, yep. it'll pull at the back. Yep. That's, that's what you get. So what post-mortem stain is, it's actually the blood that's actually – um, staining in the lymphatic system, it stains the skin. Mm-hmm. So in in the layman's terms, for me, it's like it just stains the skin. Yeah. So if you press on it, the redness doesn't go away. No. The difference between liver mortis and that liver mortis is where you press it and it'll go white. It'll go white. Yes. And then when you release it, it'll, it'll go, go, right. go dark. Like, yeah, yeah. So very similar to what we what you normally would do mm-hmm. with your normal skin. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Obviously, this person had had post-mortem stain, mm-hmm. been there for quite a bit. Um, and the, the, te- the detectives asked us, you know, oh, ask me, they said, what's that? Yep. You know, is that, which, you, you know, like if you, if you turned up and you, and the person was flipped back on their yeah. back. And it, it almost up, looks like bruising. It looks bruising. It looks yeah, like someone's it's bashed It's not someone. actually bruising. No, no it's not just, at all. It's, it's just, just natural. A, it's just the blood pooling at yeah. that point because their head was yeah. facing down was the lowest part of the thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, it just ended up being post-mortem stain. Yeah, and just pressure from the you know just blood pooling. Um, but yeah, they asked me that. Uh, yeah. But just in their own general, because you know they asked me for my opinion on it, yeah. and, and I guess I asked everyone else as well. And yeah. it was a pretty pretty obvious, pretty obvious case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's just in that general chit chat that we have with the with the police and that that they mm-hmm. ask us and we ask them you know like we and you know we make a make our and then you and I might sit there and assumptions have assumptions and stuff yeah we, we talk like, about stuff and yeah. amongst ourselves of course definitely um yeah we have our own ideas and mm. yeah well you know after mm. doing thousands of jobs you get to yeah you get to see you get to see all kinds of things yeah yeah, we do, mate. All yeah, from yeah. all different scenarios, and there's always something new every time. It's never the same. Yeah. Um, now, what was the other one? Oh Christ, I've got to think now. You remember? I can't remember. Oh well, I was thinking about that one that that other, um, you know, the other gassing that we went to. Oh yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. He 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 thought everything out. This and and look, you know what I. A lot of respect. A lot of respect to the yes. person who did this because um, a lot of pre-thinking w- took yeah. in place with this no and purely truly. purely with the knowledge of protecting the people that may have found him because yeah, yeah. that because what the person did to uh, to take his own life mm. was 
um, it was a ba- it was a mixture of chemicals. Yeah, mixed mixed a couple of chemicals together. Yeah, in a in a vehicle. Yeah, and essentially gave off a gas, and the gas itself was what, what what took his life. It. Yeah, yeah. But the problem was what that the the gas was still in the at, car in the car, and it was trapped in the car. Yeah. So what this person done was actually put paper yeah. uh, signs. Yeah. Around he, the whole he, vehicle, he printed on uh, on a piece of paper inside in, in, inside every window of the car, car, what he what he had used, yeah, and the warnings, yeah, and do not to do. do not open no, this do vehicle, not, do not open this vehicle, yeah, because unless you've got full full protective, yeah, yeah. whatever. And, yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was, and I, I won't mention it anyway. No, but no. it was something, um, yeah, and but just just the fact that he. Um, Wanted to protect the person that was to find him yep. and not and give them warning of what he had done. Look, I, I in a, in a way like you know like I don't I'll never ever condone anything like that at all mm. and don't, and I want to be very clear on that. Like I do not condone any self harm mm. at all. No, we're all we're all in a long in a form of it one way or another. We've all been impacted by it. Yeah, and it's not the right thing to do in my opinion. No. But when, when, when the mindset, when the mindset and this person was, was and direct, this person was this doing is what it, he was going to do, and that he didn't want to make sure that any other person was he had enough, harmed, yeah, he had enough, had enough forethought, yeah, to, to, warn, to warn people. Whoever, and look, I, I, I give them a applaud for that because yeah. at least they knew he's protecting, protecting he's protecting other yeah. people that don't have that same. Yeah. So yeah. when we've turned up to the scene, obviously by that time, special. Oh. Yes, a special that, team had come yeah, in yeah, and yeah. actually opened up the vehicle with all has, the fully protective, yeah, yeah. hazard, hazmat has, or whatever they call it, yeah. hazard, whatever equipment and everything like that. It opened the vehicle. That they, I think they had left it open for quite some mm. time too, and I, I think they even had some sort of reader machine there, and a, yep. it had an exclusion zone. Yep. And but it was even like, then, we still weren't allowed near the vehicle. No, we weren't. We actually no, we weren't. Were we? No, no, we had to set the trolley. We up. We had to set the trolley up a certain distance away. Yeah, with the um the the body bag on the trolley. Yep. And, and the people hazmat, in the full yep. hazmat outfits took this person out of the vehicle and laid him on the stretcher mm. and then zipped the uh, body bag up. Yeah. And once the body bag was zipped up, that's when we could go back to the to the stretcher. Yes. Then they closed all the doors and we could and, and then, yeah, do what we needed to do. Yeah. And then go from there. Yeah. Um Yeah, so that was that was the own, that was very unique. I've never it seen it. It was, yeah. No, I've never seen anything like it. I only seen it once, mate, and I'll probably never see it again. Yeah, and I hope I never see it again. No, but like no. I just like it was just um one of those crazy ones. Yeah. Like it was Yeah, something you yeah. I know yeah. You like, only very, read about in, in yeah, magazine. Yeah, well, you know, look we, people can be very creative in certain things that they want to do. Like it's just yeah. it's it's phenomenal. Um so that was a couple of the transfers that I wanted to yeah. Touch base. Oh, we've look over the years. <laughs> heaps, man. heaps of them, yeah. and like we'll we'll obviously you know, every time we bring up a morning show, yeah. we'll probably discuss talk, a couple, talk about a couple of them or something like that. Yeah, it's just, just a, yeah. Like they all become one in another. Like they all start yeah. to blur into yeah. each other. Like it's only when someone mentions to me a specific thing on on a on a transfer we've done, mm. all of a sudden it all comes back. Yeah, even though we've done, ah, oh, crikey's heaps, 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 and heaps. Yeah. It's only when someone mentions to me, oh, do you know about blah, blah, blah? And mm. I'm like, well, no. And they go, oh, they'll, they'll mention something. Go, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. 
A further on that further note, we actually did have a question come through from a from one of our listeners. Uh, we won't mention their name due to respect to the fact that what they asked us was a question about a family member that had passed away mm-hmm. and certain things that had taken place. Um, can you recall what the like you 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 actually spoke to them? Yeah, uh, um, the the comment was made that um, the person had passed away. Mm. Um, probably. Oh, maybe 13 to 14 hours yeah sure before the funeral director was called mm-hmm. and it was just natural causes it was natural causes yeah. yep okay um it, it wasn't the funeral company that we work for no no we'll be clear on that it wasn't yeah. our funeral it wasn't company. the funeral company no but no, once we again we're for. not going to no we will, we'll just say it's not it's not <clears throat> us it's but not us yeah so and the comment was made that um because this person had passed away like 14 hours earlier um the family couldn't have a viewing. They couldn't see the person. And my comment was, that's wrong. Mm. Um, I mean, even 24 hours, 30, even 36 hours is still okay to have a viewing if you've got someone that knows what they're doing in the mortuary. That's as right. In, you know, mortuary preparations and stuff. You know, those three words you said, was it um, – uh, Sanitization, yeah, preservation, preservation, and presentation. presentation. Yeah, three key things for any yeah. so, adequate mate, person it, it, that can do a body preparation. Yeah. So if someone comes in and they may be a little bit discolored or something like that, of course. Um, it, there's there's things there you can do. There is techniques. Of course, there is. There is mate. techniques. Yeah. But also, don't, too, don't just take it to me. It, I don't know. I might sound a bit. I don't know. But um, don't take the lazy way out. Yeah. Well, it just even seems if, like it, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you spend a couple. Of, even if it takes a couple of hours. Yeah. Do it. That's exactly right. It's not like, it's not like you know. Look, sometimes you have. It's like anything. Mm. Sometimes you have ones that are a breeze. Yeah, you know, everything you works do, yeah. out perfect. It's nice and easy. Yep. But you, 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 you budget your costings in what you provide a service for someone. Yeah. In the fact that you're going to have these good ones, and in you're an going to have these in an overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so some, sometimes it might take half an hour. By the yeah. time you, sometimes you, it might take you ten. Yeah, you know, you, 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 you sanitize. Mm. Preservation, if they need preservation, mm. and then presentation. Yeah, that's right. So you and know, it could be anything from from dressing them to mm-hmm. you know washing the hair, and oh, don't get me started on dyeing their hair. <laughs> we get that a fair bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, I just uh, yeah the the, the pod bearers. We're, we're not we're not hairstylists. <laughs> we we do our best, and we'll yeah. do whatever the family want. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they've just got to yeah. Except what we can do. A rinse. <laughs> a rinse, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. We, we do definitely try. We, we, do we try. have had we have had um, professionals come in over the years. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've had beauticians come in and stuff. Like yeah. we do we do we do have a basic knowledge of what to do. Yeah. And um yeah. and whatnot. But on the on the on the note of the actual because what happened, like we discussed earlier, from the message that we received, there must and the information that was fed back to the family member mm. was the fact that they did they end up having a viewing? No. No, they, they said no. that they couldn't, could they? Yeah. Because see, and this is something too, I was this is, say, yeah, okay. Um that um as far as the funeral director goes, a funeral director cannot refuse a viewing. No. Nope. It doesn't matter what the person is like, doesn't matter how how much um deterioration or deterioration yeah. or anything like that. The funeral director cannot refuse a viewing. Mm-hmm. We can recommend against it. Definitely. But we cannot refuse. Yeah, that's right. 
And I just wish that this person had of oh, known you, that. Yeah, well, but they don't. People no, no, don't. people no. don't. And people no. because people are engaging a funeral director because they're expecting that these people are professional in their field, that yeah. they know what they're doing, yeah. and that they can provide a yes. service to the family yeah. in their hardest time of their life. Mm. They seek these people because they don't know what to do. No, they don't. No, got no idea. No. So when and look, you know, I would be shocked. Yeah. To find out that I can't view my loved one because yeah. of an assumption of one person's of being, you know, just just passed away for fourteen or, or well, hours. No, well, I mean, like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, not knowing, not knowing any of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, I would still um, question the professionalism of the first, the funeral director, the funeral yeah. director, yeah. If I can't view that loved one, especially no. considering the amount of money that I could possibly be paying for that service, that's correct. Yes, I mean, it's not cheap. And that's something else too that we need to maybe talk about one of these days is, um, you know, everyone thinks that funerals are really expensive. Mm. Well, they probably are, but we still get people ringing around looking for the cheapest prices and stuff, which is okay if you're on a budget or you haven't got much money. Mm -hmm. But, of course, you've also got to realise that um, professionalism comes with price. price. Of course it does. It's like anything. Like if you want to pay for a professional service, you will expect to pay more if you're going to get that premium service. The same rules apply to funerals. That's correct, yeah. Exactly the same thing. And it doesn't go as far as what people can see. No, it's behind the doors. It's it's behind the doors, doors, mate. It's the preparations. It's the preserving it's yeah. the it's the organizing and yeah. and everything that leads up to it yeah. going the extra mile yeah. to make sure and, that something and i'm not talking thousands and thousands of dollars no, it's not it's the sake it of maybe a, a couple hundred a couple hundred dollars so yeah. this you know there's this other funeral home probably undercut someone by a, a, yeah. a couple hundred dollars just to get the funeral mm-hmm. and then this poor family have turned around and can't view, can't their, even view their loved can't one can't view their loved one for the sake of a couple hundred dollars yeah and i'm not and like it's not fair on the family because no, they not. they're not they're none the wiser. They no, would no, expect no. they ex- would expecting the same level of professionalism from any from everyone from yeah. everyone. And my, I one hundred percent wish that every funeral director had mm. that. I wish we we're all the same. Mm. That would be awesome. Yeah. If we're all the same, then every family would get looked after the way that they deserve to be looked after. Yeah. You know, the person that passed away will get looked after. It doesn't matter which funeral director you go through. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, that's the price of business. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, and that's uh, that's the substitute to business. Yeah, you know, like uh, yeah, we talk about like, longevity in the funeral industry and stuff like that. Um, you know, me forty two years on and off, majority forty two years on. Yeah, on, yeah. you twenty, 20 something plus years. Now, yeah. Everyone we got working for us is twenty plus years, except mm. for a couple of uh, uh, the newer, newer blokes. The newer blokes, but um, and they're working out well, mate. They're, yeah, they're, they not, they're not just thrown out in the deep end. Um, and some of the other places aren't the staff isn't. There's a big turnover of staff. Mm. And um, look, it might be due to it might due to be political reasons. It could be management. It could be money. It could be anything. <laughs> it could yeah. be, what well, you know, it, it could be a lot yeah, of sorry, things. Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. My goodness is that. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm recording it. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, well, yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a money problem, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. No, but it's, but, but that's mm. so true, though. Yeah. But when you've got people that are 
oblivious to it. And look, this is part of why we do this stuff. Mm. This is why we're doing this podcast. Mate, I love my job. Mm. But this is why we're doing the podcast is to, yeah. to let people know. Let what, the people know what's, what's going what's, on. Yeah. You know, it's like transcending these taboos. That's part of the yeah, <laughs> underline yeah. that I got an AI bot to make for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chat GPT. But anyway, yeah. chat GPT, whatever it is. No, what I'm trying to say is, is that the idea of this podcast is to help people let this become general knowledge. Well, let people. them know what they can ask yeah, as question-wise. Yeah. Let them know what to expect. Hmm. If they're not sure, yes. If if you do a if you do employ a funeral director for a mm-hmm. for a, a specific thing, obviously when someone's passed away, yep. Um, if you ask them questions and they can't answer them, ring another funeral director. Yeah, and just ask for advice. Yeah, you can still stay with that other funeral director, but just ask another funeral director for advice. Yeah, of course, definitely. And you know, if if they're a reputable funeral director, they will give you that advice. Of course. Definitely. And they're not going to charge you for it. No, no. Most of the consultations are free. Yeah, and we will not put down another funeral director. No, never. We don't don't believe that. It, it's no. you know. Not, it's, and and look, I I will tell you what I expect our standards to be and yeah. what we can provide. Yeah, and I will not personally um, hang shit on another funeral director no, to anyone. No no, 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 no. But I will provide you what the level of professionalism that we offer that we offer, yeah, and that yeah. we're ex- that that we're expected yeah. to give people. And whether it's what we do or our staff mm-hmm. or the vehicles, and then we or let whatever. the and because oh, it's, 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 it doesn't it goes far as the vehicles as well. Yeah. The vehicles are just yes, vi- the yeah, mortuary, yes, definitely. Yeah. So you know, like we try to keep a very, um, you know, level professionalism yeah. for all kinds of aspects. We concentrate on us. Yes, we don't worry about other funeral directors. Yes, they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, as long as we do the right thing, that's all that matters. That all that matters, mate. <laughs> That's exactly right. And once again, mm, proof is in the pudding. Where, where, where it is. Mm. Market leaders. That's right, 100%. And that's <clears throat> that's for a reason. Yep. Uh, so, you know, like we will always um, be honest and open with people yeah. about that sort of stuff. Everything's, and, yeah. And also, to an extent, we try to keep an open door policy. Yes. So that we give people the opportunity to see their loved one at any point. Yep. Assist in the dressing of yeah, their, yeah, their yeah. family member. Yeah. If it's for cultural reasons, if it's for their own personal reasons, yep. they at least at least give them the opportunity to be yep. able to do that. Yep. Even if we're at the service and we're at the service mm-hmm. and the family come up to us and say, Look, we just want to see our beloved Just just know, just one last time. time. Yeah. Yep. No problem. Yep. Even that's though level. even though throughout the whole thing now, there was no viewing. That's right. <clears throat> at, at at the end of the service they go, Oh, look, you know, we we you change sort of their change mind. Their mind. Because people are sporadic and they do change they do. their mind. Yeah, people that yeah. are like, they all just have this sudden realisation of this is it. This, this is, is the final, end of it. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing, you know, this is the yeah. last time I'm going to see this person. Know, is this person, is they, are, they really, are they really there in, they that, need that, in, confirmation. That, in that coffin? Mm. And we'll do it, mate. We'll, mm. we'll yeah, we'll, now, we've got no problem taking the lid off. Yeah. And, and, now, and, and now, to be honest with you, <clears throat> that comes at a price. Yeah. It because, can do sometimes. Yes, it does because it would be assumed that, you know, you're not going to be the cheapest person no. and offer all that sort of stuff. No. You would expect that a cheaper service mm. would provide a less, you yeah. know, less options yeah, for people less to options, do that. Yeah. So when I say – so the point I'm trying to make is, oh, is sorry, that – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should The have, point yeah. I'm trying to make is, is yeah. that, you know, several hundred dollars difference yeah. between a pricing can mean the difference between yeah, being that, able to yeah. spend as much time yeah. as you want with your loved one at any and given I'm, point. I'm, 
pretty sure I said before, mate, we prepare everybody for a viewing. Yes, that's exactly Whether there's right. no viewing or not. Yes. It might mean the difference between giving a gentleman a shave. Mm. We mightn't shave them. Yeah. But they're still dressed. They're still presentable. Yeah. They're still... So I just want to be very Already clear that, that yeah. what I'm saying is the difference between mm. people ringing around and getting quotes. We getting might not quotes. be the cheapest. No. You know, we might be a couple hundred dollars more. Yeah. But there's a reason why. Yeah. And that's the reason why. Mm. Because at any given point, these sort of things. It, it, know, yeah, they all yeah. add up. And there are a lot of funeral homes too, mate, that um, charge not- for every specific thing that they do. That's right. From mortuary care to um, um, – uh, Memorial books. Mm. A holding fee. Holding fee. Um, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff, mate. Yeah. And I don't think it's right, to be honest. So pretty much, um, yeah, mate, at the end of the day, I know it sounds a bit bit weird, but it's like you do pay for what you get in a sense. Yeah. So um, now I've dug up one of my old um, embalming cases. Yeah, one of these in cases was when I was doing my training down in Melbourne. I thought of it. I was like, oh, it's a great idea. I'll go and grab one of the cases up and we can talk about it. About the um, – And this was a post-mortem case. It you, was a post-mortem case, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, so, that's pretty full and yeah, it is. It is very, very invasive. <laughs> um, and by the sounds of it, there was um, – there was at least 14 injection points there. Oh, wow. That I did, yeah. So it was quite an extensive one. So one of these case studies, this is a part of the training that we was involved with doing the embalming. And so what we, so for people who don't understand what embalming is, embalming is preserving a deceased person. So, and it's three, three things. You, longevity. Longevity. Yeah. So you're preserving them, you're giving them a better presentation in yep. some sense. Aesthetics. And also, yep. Aesthetics. And also it's a form of sanitization as well. So... This one, um, this person, now I don't know the specifics of why this person passed away. Unfortunately, there is no other accompanying documentation to go with it. So you don't know whether it was a tragic circumstance? No, no I don't have any idea. Um, <clears throat> from what I can see, um, he... <clears throat> was he an elderly chap or young no, chap? No, it looks like he was a younger person. Oh, okay, right. Male, okay, sorry, male, age 30 years of age. All right, yep. Okay, so we do have – no, actually, we do have a primary cause of death. It does say that it was a suspected overdose. Right, okay. Okay, 30-year-old male, roughly 110 kilos, 180 centimetres tall, darker complexion. And this is in Melbourne, isn't it? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure this one was actually back in CQ. Oh, okay, right. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I can't oh, – look, it's either Melbourne or CQ. Yeah. I can't remember. It's one of them. Yep. Um, so this is 10 years ago, mate. So I'm, tra- I'm trying to remember. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ten years ago. 
I'm trying to remember stuff from 40 years ago. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Yeah. Well, you know. The, the, oh, what was your first transfer? Uh, uh, gee. Uh, did yeah. they have TVs back then? Yeah, mate. Black and white. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I ever tell you I that? I was a bit of fucking. No, I know. So did I. <laughs> did I ever tell you about um, yeah, the pages, not mobile phones? <laughs> Oh yeah, if it, yeah, if you're on call, mate, you had a pager. You didn't get a mobile. Oh phone. yeah, I remember the old man had a pager. Oh wow, yeah, the fucking pages. Yeah, beep 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 beep, and then and you'd, it, you'd look around for the nearest nearest payphone. Yeah, whatever. and then you ring the number on it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. ring back to work, so yeah. you knew you had a, a, a transfer, a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. No, yeah, you're right. We're, no, we're, no, off, we're off topic. Now, no, yeah. that's right. So we'll, go back to your go back to the apartment yeah. case. So. Okay, so we've got a 30-year-old male, 110 kilos, rough, uh, 180 centimetres tall, darker complexion, suspected overdose. Uh, any other con- contributing cause of death was unknown. Now, what we do is once we've received um, – so we'd also receive like a general uh, – like a, a notification to say this person's not infectious, um, blah, 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 blah. And then what we do is on this we have like a, a, a basic outline of the front of a person, the back of a person and – their head now what i do is i make an i make um i do an appraisal over the deceased so i go over look over the deceased look at any factors that may contribute to um the injecting of the arterial fluid um anything that might cause blockages that may cause scars 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 are a big thing they are because the person could have knee joints they could have hip joints there could could be Mm -hmm. any kinds of things scarring could be motorbike accidents motorbike accidents so there could be um, you know, certain arteries are, are blocked or cut, or you, know, you just don't know. There's all these kinds of things, you know, depending on the. It, it all affects the, the embalming. So now you would have naturally assumed that this person, because they've had they've had a suspected overdose, that their body is intact. Now they yeah. did have a full post mortem examination. Now in saying so, what that means is an incision has been made in the ad- abdominal area. And it makes goes up into like a Y. They've, they've done the Y incision. The Y incision. Yep, yep. And they've also done a cranial as well. Right, okay, yeah. So they've actually... Um, they've removed gone, the brain. They've removed the brain and they've opened the skull. Well, they've opened the cranial cavity. Skull, yeah. yeah. So my initial, my initial um, view of the body indicates to me that there was a full autopsy incision from abdominal through to cranial. There was actually an there was an autopsy incision on the right inside of the forearm. There were um, an old scar on the knee, jock line impression. So obviously, when there's yep. been contact pressure on the skin for quite some time, it does leave actual indentations yeah, yeah, or yeah. marks on the skin. Um, um, so getting back to the um, in, incision, inside, yeah, inside on the, the elbow. Front, yeah. Forearm, so that would have removed the, um, the the vein out of the arm to. Put it under a microscope. Yeah, looking for they marks. Would, they're probably assuming that this was intravenous needle and, marks. Yeah, yeah. needle marks. Um, yeah. So there was also actually, uh, by the looks of it on on this form that I've been looking at, it looks like there was also an autopsy incision on the foot. Okay. Yeah. So Some maybe. Do, yeah. Yep. There you go. So that was also another be- thing to look at. Yeah. Between the toes. Yeah. Between. Yeah. Is, could is be. a big one. Yep. Yep. Now, there was some special notes made here that there was rigor mortis in the legs and that was of medium strength. Now, rigor mortis, very simple. Uh, once you relieve rigor mortis, it doesn't come back again. No, it doesn't come back, no. It, once it's done, it's yep. done. And usually the difference is that if you've got a person who's very muscular, mm-hmm. it's very hard. It is very hard. Yeah. yeah. So we do actually make natural ranges of movement where 
um, we relieve that rigor mortis yeah. because rigor mortis goes through the whole body. Yeah. But people also re- need to know too that rigor mortis isn't the bones. It's it's the joints. It's the joints. It's, it's the it's muscle. The, it's the muscle. It's, it's, it's the fusing of the proteins. The proteins yeah. are actually fused together, yeah. which creates a stiffness. Now, when that proteins are actually fused together, mm. the body doesn't decompose. No. It's locked. It's locked, yeah. Until rigor passes because rigor will eventually pass. It will, yeah. So it, it, it locks. Does, it, it depends on the size of the, or the muscle all density these of the things, person. Yes. It, there's a lot of, yeah. All these things that actually determine. But people just think that, you know, rigor mortis, it, it's, it's in the bones, mate. Yeah, it, no. It's, you know, no. the old, yeah, mm. from people I don't know. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. Um, so looking at the back of the person, um, all you can see is the 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 autopsy incision, uh, the the incision that was made from the pathologist uh, on the cranial area there, and then there's a lot of area that's shaded in to show that there was some post-mortem stain in the liver mortis. And as we discussed earlier, the difference between post-mortem stain and liver mortis, post-mortem stain actually stains the skin, and you will get this redness, that red, redness of the skin that is not, uh, it, it stains there, whereas liver mortis will actually it will push out, it will go away. Person has short hair, slight dehydration in the eyes, discoloration in the ears. Now, uh, the ears is a quite a common thing. There was slight dehydration in the lips, but still full. Facial hair, stubbornness. Uh, there was stubble, evidence of recently shaved. And by the looks of it, he's had his tongue removed. Yeah. From the autopsy. For the, the post mortem, yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I like the word post mortem. Post mortem. Okay, sure. It sounds less. Invasive than an autopsy. <laughs> so, like, you're anti mortem at the moment. Do you know that? No. You're anti mortem. Okay. Yeah. Post mortem means after <clears throat> death. Okay. I'm anti mortem. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, there you go, mate. Never too old to learn, are you? Yeah, there you go. Something new every day. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what we do from this point, um, I go through and I discuss certain things. So, uh, so I do things. So, what we do is we like to set features before we do embalming because what happens is embalming actually will make things tougher. It will, yeah. So if you haven't set the facial features and you go and embalm a body, the tissues have been plasticized, it's going to make yeah. it very hard to manipulate um, muscles and move them and stuff like that. So uh, the first thing we do is do a mouth closure. In this case, I used a mandible suture. Um, the oral cavity was clean and disinfected. So we always clean and disinfect the oral cavity, the nasal cavity. Yep. Regardless of the situation, um, it just makes it That's everything. just a normal body yeah. prep. That's exactly right. Um, and then from there, uh, the <clears throat> throat was packed with cotton wool and kaolin yep, cream. Yep. So kaolin cream is that vitamin E cream and we coat it in, column, uh, in cotton wool and we actually yep. pack the throat. And what that does is it creates a blockage so that there is no, there's no chances of there being any sort of Forward, fluids coming they up, come back yeah. out, and then what we call purge. Yeah, because people also need to realise too. Once, once a post mortem is taken, a full post mortem, everything's been disconnected. Yes, that's right. So there's arteries f- have been severed. Everything, everything. Arteries. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anything there will it can possibility of any fluids can come back through the throat. Yes. Natural facial uh, expressions were achieved. So obviously in this case, it was quite a simple um, facial setting. Um, was shaved and kaolin cream was applied to lips and facial areas. So what we'd like to do is, especially after someone's been shaved, you are, you, there is the run in the wrist that you might get like a shaving burn yeah. on the person who's yeah. passed away. It, it, it does happen. It You've does, got to be it? very careful with 
that sort of thing. Yeah, you have to be very careful. So making sure, like I said, that there's adequate kale and cream on to keep that subtleness and yeah. keep that hydration in the skin. Um, then from that point, now even in – so when we're talking about rigor mortis, rigor mortis is – it's everywhere in the, where, where there's muscle. Yeah. And anything that's muscle that's is, isn't – The face, the jaw. Yeah, the eyelids. The jaw. The jaw's a hard one. Yes, yeah. oh, definitely, 100%. Because that jaw muscle is a strong you, jaw muscle. Yeah, you don't have to be a big bodybuilder to, no, to, that's to, right. for the jaw to set. And if you ask my wife, my jaw's real strong because I talk a lot of shit. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know how Chrissy does it, mate. No, neither do I. No. Shout out to her. Shout out to Christy. Love you, sweetheart. Um, the eye, eye closure. So with the eye closure, rigor mortis was relieved uh, from the eyelids. With spring forceps, so we actually we actually use a forcep underneath the eyelid, and we massage and relieve that part. Um, the eye eyes and lids were cleaned and disinfected, and eye caps were placed in this time with kaolin cream coated on that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, eyelids were sunken, so waiting to see the results of the arterial injection. So we're relying literally on the on the curvature of the eye cap to make sure that the eyelid still retained so nice, that, that natural form the natural form once it's closed. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So when we before we start any sort of treatment, and when I say treatment, I mean arterial injection of formaldehyde. We go over and just double check because there's certain things that are really a pain in the ass for an embalmer, and that's one thing is ulcers. Ulcers are a pain in the ass, especially on the back, because you could be doing this beautiful injection, and then next minute you've just got a pool of formaldehyde and blood and everything that's coming through the bottom, and it could ruin, ruin all your work that you've done. So what we've got to do from this point is we've got now we've got an embalming machine, and this embalming machine is in the most easiest way to describe the embalming machine. I'd call it, it a heart. It's like a heart. It is. Yeah. It's essentially a mechanical heart. Yep. That it, it's uh, I, From what I believe, it's the same pressure the heart normally pumps through. It's about 10 times the amount. Yeah, but 10 <laughs> times the amount of mm. fluid. Mm. Yeah. So you can set the pressure. Yeah. Um, now, I think the heart operates at, I think it's like two PSI or something. It's something like that. I can't remember. It's just so long ago, yeah, I'm mate. Sure, I'm, mate. I'm yeah. really and like to all the pole bearers, I'm to the pod bearers. I'm um, I'm a bit rusty in this stuff, so bear with me. I'm trying to get back into it <laughs> so yeah. I can stay up with it. You know, gone the days. You know, nowadays I'm a bit longer the tooth with this sort of stuff. But um, from there, so what we're gonna do is we've got to make a. Uh, so with anything, like especially embalming fluid, embalming fluid is actually very strong. Like it is very strong, and it's a carcinogen. You have got to be very careful. Very of it careful, yeah. Because you know it can kill you if you're not careful. Well, especially the coming. Well, yeah, but also too, you've got to have adequate ventilation in the mortuary. You've got to make sure that you you've got a protective mask yourself. That the that you're not exposing yourself to it openly. That it's yeah. covered properly and everything yeah. like that. So our mortuary actually has a. I think they call it a negative pressure. Yeah, yeah, where it's a yeah. The the there's a, a vent mm. below down it down low. Yes, which the air comes in from the top. top it draws it and down. And it draws it down. Yeah, and there's a two big vents at ground level. Yes, so it takes everything out. And when you open the door to the mortuary, you can actually feel a bit of a vacuum. Yeah, that's right. And it also <clears throat> it does so many. Air circulations of the room so many times per hour. It's like a yeah. 
some sort of crazy amount. Well, yeah, we're, we're, ours is fully outside air. It's not recirculating air. That's right. Yes, yeah. yes, that's right. Whereas there's no split systems. No, that's all right. All they do is recirculate. Yeah, yeah. Boxies just yeah. recirculate. But, it, it, re- a- but it, it, it circulates from outside air. Like it does it so many times like yeah. per hour. Yeah. It's something phenomenal. I can't remember exactly what it is. So believe it. So there's actually a formula now. When I was in when I was in high school, I, I you hated school. Well, I was great until about year eleven. But I remember there's this thing called algebra, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> so, and believe it or not, you need algebra for embalming. Well, mate, I thought you were really good at maths. I even heard you made the debating team. Oh, oh here we go. Yeah. Uh, really shout good. out, actually, shout out to uh, my math, 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 math debater. Shout out to my math teacher. Actually, she was she was quite the sort. Um, she, <laughs> she she was an older lady, but she was actually really fit. Yeah, it, it kept and, you interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember one day I was actually sitting there. Sorry, this is off topic, real quick. I was sitting there one day and I was with my mate and my mate Reed. And anyway, I said to you know, I said to Reed, I said, "Oh, mate, you know, oh, Mrs. Blah blah blah. She's looking really fine in those pants today." It was some stupid comment. Yeah. You know, I, was, I was like fifteen. Yeah. And I just looked away. Next minute, my mate puts his hand up. Oh, Jesus. And he goes, Miss. And you know, she's like, yeah, Reed, what is it? He goes, oh, Miss, Brian says such and such. You know, you're, <laughs> you're really hot in those really pants. Hot in those pants, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Mate, I went so red. <laughs> that was one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me. But, yeah, anyway, so um, that's, the, that's the fun of being 15 and being full of hormones and all that sort of crap. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's a Shout out there. to her. She was hot ass back then. Um, so from, so for moving on, so this, um, this formula determines how we, how much one, how much we need to inject into a person and two, the strength at which we want to inject that because it's very, let let me give you an example. Now, a, a strong, so the amount that's in a bottle that we would, we would receive Mm -hmm. is about 30%, Yeah, 30% from out of height. Now to do a strong embalming case for someone that might be heavily deteriorated in that, you'd want to inject it at normally about 4%. 4%, yeah. So, so you got to dilute it right down. And 4% yeah. will do a really heavy job. Yeah. Like there's, you know, a lot of people would normally do it like one and a half, two 2% yeah. in a normal case. Yeah. So just so the other pod bearers know, mm. if you put too much formaldehyde into a body um, – a normal case mm-hmm. for preservation, all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and then presentation, mm-hmm. they can go grey. Yeah, so a lot of that is um, can go grey, and a lot of that is because of also um, adequate, not not adequate drainage. Mm. Because what happens is if the formaldehyde mixes with the blood too much, okay. you get like a silver surfer look. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of it is one the strength of it, and then also to the um, the not. Adequate drainage. Yeah. So it's very important to make sure that you get adequate drainage of blood. Yeah. So removal of the blood and replacing yeah. with formaldehyde. But it also through comes the arterial to, system. Oh, yeah. through the arterial system. That's what we use. So that um, that that rule set is C times V equals C one times V one. Yeah. Now I'm not going to go into it, but no. <laughs> I'm not going to work it out. But essentially, Wait. the quickest way to do it is the quickest way to do it is you've got to work out how many 
leaders you need to do to a person. So yeah. that's why you need to know the kilos and you yep. need to know the what way, strength. Yeah. The, so, the, 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 how the person is, yeah. whether it's natural or not. Yeah. Or, or So the strength of it. Yeah. So you literally what you do is you work out the body weight times the strength that gives yeah. you a volume of what you need to inject. So, Mate, <clears> we probably should just take a photo of our – a board one day. The yeah. whiteboard in the mortuary. Yeah, yeah, actually we will. Yeah, it's, that's a good it's idea. It's got everything there, mate. All the, yeah. And you it's can huge. See. This, this whiteboard is huge. With all the different – because you start yep. – what happens is after a while you start getting the sort of the same amount of people coming in, yeah. the same weight, the same volume. So you, you, sort, of, you sort of know. Yeah, so to, you sort of yeah. preempt exactly what's going to be happening. But no. you can see all these little – all these equations sitting yeah. down there to get all the different yeah. strengths that we want. So maybe you know, two, two, two bottles of intrafiant, uh, <clears> two 400 mil bottles of intrafiant, two yeah. 12 litres of water. Well, you know, they do – on my on my um, case now, oh, you've got it there here, anyway, it does. No, no, I'm, so I'm going say, that, no, no, you're right. <laughs> I say, it's got it here. So essentially um, the best way to work it out is one litre of fluid yep. per five kilos. Now that yep. – of body weight. Now, that one litre will have to be 4%, so you have to dilute yeah, that down. Di- yeah, this is where maths come in. <laughs> yeah, So, but it's pretty interesting <clears throat> to think that someone that weighs 110 kilos, <clears throat> on average, you're putting 22 litres of fluid. of fluid into yeah, a body. Back into them. Back into them. So that's quite a lot. of You get a, you is. get one of those water containers yeah. that you see at like a, you know, like the water, the yeah, water the, dispensers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a 20 litre drum. <clears throat> yeah. So that's that's quite a lot of fluid you got to put in. Yeah, yeah, that's jerry can is twenty liters. Yeah, there you go, spot on. So we have to inject um, that amount to achieve what we want to do. Yeah, at the percentage we want to do, and not all of it's staying there though either. No, no. Look, you're going to lose quite a lot of it because yeah, you're also when you're pushing the formaldehyde in, you're Mm -hmm. draining the blood out. Yes. Now, this part here, this is this is what. this is quite in depth. So from obviously once, you know, an autopsy has taken place post-mortem in Collinsworth. Um, you right there, mate? You swallow that all right? Yeah, mate, all good. Yeah, good. Yep. Um, there was quite a lot of decisions that have been made because there was quite a lot of um, arteries that have been severed. Um, so we need to make multiple injections to make sure that there's adequate um, fluid that was sent yeah. around the tissue. So for people who don't know embalming is the basic way to do it is that you want to send the formaldehyde through the arterial system of the body mm-hmm. to saturate the tissues to help preserve the tissues. So what happens is if you get them cut, it's cutting off a section. So yeah. you've got to make sure that you inject that section. So quickly <clears throat> uh, from this point, uh, the first injection was done in the left external iliac. Then the second one was the right external iliac then the left internal iliac, then the right internal iliac, then the left auxiliary, the right auxiliary, the left vertebral, the right vertebral, the left external carotid, the right external carotid, the left internal carotid, the right internal carotid, and then the facial regions. So you can see that there was quite an extensive amount of injections that were done um, to get the acquired result. Now, to give you an idea, roughly the first injection that was made, we injected about 3.2 litres. Yep. And then it subsequently got smaller and smaller and smaller as yeah. we were injecting the little, little arteries. Yep. So, you know, the big ones, the iliacs, you know, that's a quite a big area that sort of uh, feeds to the lower you know, region of the lower body. Lower extremities. Yeah. Yep. So we could use quite a lot. Um, now, the total quality, the total quantity that we used 
like I was saying to you before, we need 22 liters. 22 liters, yeah. To make it to make it adequate. Yep. Um, <laughs> we use 15.8 liters. Okay, yep. and then so we're left with 6.2 liters mm-hmm. for pretty much hypodermic injection. So what that means is that there is regions around the body that just can't get to it. No, and it's no. purely because it, because it, of these severed arteries it's and stuff. Like it's just yeah, not, just, it's basically just not just working. Disconnected. Yeah. And look, you know, the <clears throat> the anterior injection, it doesn't take long for the body to react to it. And then you start feeling the difference straight away. Well, it can, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take long, does it? Just so the pod bearers know, when someone's embalmed, if you rub your hand like on, on your own leg, mm-hmm. it's nice and sort of smooth and yeah. subtle. When you do that to a, a, an embalmed person, it almost feels a bit leathery. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like leathering up. Yeah, that's and right. Once, that's what we're looking for. We, if, if, if we get that, we know that um, you know, the um, formaldehyde's doing its job. Yes. And it's only going to get better from there. Yes, that's exactly right. And so pretty much I've done a, I've done a brief analysis. Um, I did a case analysis, sorry, during the embalming process of exactly with the the rhythm of the areas that I ejected and the bits and pieces that I found going through it. I won't go into it too much. Um, <clears throat> pretty much what we did was we did do a lot of hypodermic area as well. Um, and we did use the remainder of that 6.2 litres into those areas, yep. uh, especially like um, we seem to, seem to be in the flanks of the body, the yep. glutes, around the shoulders, um, that sort of area there. So we, yep. we made those spaces. We used quite a long, uh, quite a long hypodermic needle. And I inject those areas there. So you're going into organs as well here, mate, or not? Well, yeah. So part of that, um, you can talk about that if you want. So pretty much. Oh, I'm just going to say, yeah, because yeah. people need to realize too. Once the postmortem is taking place, all the organs have been um, basically yeah, you, disconnected. That's right. They've all been extracted out of the person, yep. weighed. Um, samples have been taken for toxicology and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, and then the, they're all put back into the chest cavity yes. in, a, in, a, in a bag. That's right, yeah. So it's all we're, sealed with it's visceral. All sealed. Yeah. The visceral so is if, like a if, powdered. Yeah, so if we're, if we're embalming a, 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 um, a full post-mortem case, mm-hmm. we've got to take all those back out of the bag. Yes. Dissect everything up. Yes. The um, bowel and everything is in there as well. Yes. We've got to open the bowel up. And we actually have well bowel scissors. Yes. We've got to open up all the intestine. Yes. Clean all the excrement out. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have another bag which has a Visoroc in it. Yeah. Which is an embalming powder. Um, so once we've dissected all that, put everything back into this this other bag, plastic bag, with this embalming powder, Visoroc, mm-hmm. then it goes back into the chest cavity once we're finished. Yeah, so they call it a viscera bag. So it's like a it's yeah. with all the viscera, it's all the and it's the most it's the most effective and clean way to do it. Yeah, you know, with, with being respectful to the with to being as respectful as possible to the yeah to the person to the person yeah yeah um, you know so that that does include you know we do have to coat all the areas inside the cavity as well. So it's not just yeah. not just the organs that you got to remove. You're no. left with an area inside yeah. that cavity that's got to be treated as well so we yeah. treat all that area as well we've got this stuff called Syngel you know, so it's like a yep. it's a essentially it's a an embalming gel embalming gel that you can actually sure coat formaldehyde. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah definitely that's the idea <clears throat> it's yeah. got a brush in it so you can you can use yep. a brush to coat yep. it 
to coat the inside, inside yeah. of the cavity and stuff like that as well. So that's quite a normal, uh, normal, and it's usually a dry. It's like what they call a dry pack. So there's yeah. actually no, there's no uh, fluid, like embalming fluid in that pack. It's no. actually it's powdered or it, it's, it, like, it's, it's a, like a dry pack. Yeah, it's a dry pack. Yeah. Um, and once again, just explain to people, mate, that um, it's not the formaldehyde that it, that preserves the body. No, it's the gases the formaldehyde gives yeah. off, and that's what we were saying before. It's very yeah. carcinogen. Like that's yeah, why you yeah. got to be very careful with that. That yeah. when you're using when you're using yeah. that product, that you have adequate vent, uh, well, ventilation yeah. and stuff like that, because it does take your breath away. Like I've I've caught oh. it a couple of times, and it Wait. does, doesn't it? Hey, as a 15 year old, I was told not to open this drum uh-huh. at Cannon and Crips in Brisbane. You opened it, didn't you? I opened it up, took a big sniff, and. Um, I, next thing I know, it was about half an hour later. Yeah, uh, everyone's crowding around me. Wanting to know what's going on? And it just, it just, it flattened me and knocked me out. Mm. I, and unfortunately, this this forty four gallon drum, which you can't get anymore yes. in that volume, um, was almost one hundred percent formaldehyde. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, thank Christ you can't get that that strength anymore. Yeah, yeah. didn't know it at the time they did. That's you know, crazy. You isn't tell it? anyone you can't do something, what are they going to do? <laughs> Fucking do it. Or don't do this. Yeah, of course you're going to do it. Yeah, of course. Especially the kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I was yeah, just yeah. a kid when I started. Mm, yeah. Same here. Yeah, sorry, man. No, you're right, mate. That's good. I yeah, like off you, topic. Right? <laughs> no, you're right. I've been doing that a lot. Um, yeah, no. So the other, I guess the last part is just, uh, you know, the just the closing of the cranium. Obviously, we've opened the cranium. You know, we've same scenario. Yep. It's a cavity, so you've got to use Singel to yep. coat the area. Yeah, both sides. You know, yeah, same, yep. same, same sort of thing. Um, so essentially, we've got these, um, we've got these skull clamps. Yeah, skull clamps. Yep. Um, so once you place the cranium cap back on, mm-hmm. you've got these little clamps that help yep. clamp hold the, the hold skull it in back place. on. Yep. Um, you've got to be very careful when you um, secure that back in that there's no ridge. Yep. So that when you place the skin back over. Yep. That um, it looks as natural. It looks as normal. Yeah. yeah, natural. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. So pretty much, um, you know. And then once we've done that, we've obviously got to close the cavity yep. back up, both you know the head and the um, abdominal area. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to use a suture to close that up. So yep. then begins the, pay, the process of closing. Yep. Um, and from we, the we we do do a, a a lot tighter stitch. We do. Yeah. Than what the pathologist has done. After the postmortem, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's also too the fact that, you know, we've you know we've we've got to take more time into yeah. this. These, We're a lot neater. <laughs> yeah, we have to be. So. Yeah, um, that's our opinion too. <laughs> well, I think so. Yeah. Well, as far as the pathologist is concerned, mate, he's only doing that for the funeral director. Of course, yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. the funeral director is doing it for the family. Yeah, in certain cases, you know, we had a relationship with a pathologist up here back in the oh, day yeah, that we could yeah. give him the heads up and say, yeah. hey, look, you know, we're intending on preserving this person's balming. Yeah. It could be for a repa- uh, repatriation or it could be or for cultural reasons. Cultural, so yeah, yeah. the pathologist himself would actually um, – He'd tie he'd, off. He'd tie off. He'd tie off the and, arteries yeah, before, so, he, before he severed them. And credit to them. You know, yeah. they, they would they, – we had the luxury of that for a while. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing to be able to do that because it really saved us a lot of time. And he was an awesome bloke. He was too because mm-hmm. what happens is when when the, a lot of those arteries and that are severed, they retract. They're like elastic bands. Yeah, yeah, they pull back. As soon as they cut, they just So they you can imagine yeah. trying to – Find through them. and find yeah. them. It, it can and like I've done it. I've done it plenty of times where I yeah. I've had situations where I can't find them. 
And no. I, I crack the shits. Like I'm just like, yep. nah, fuck it. I'm done. Down yeah. tools. I gotta go. Mate, they, they can back retract, then, you know, yeah. inch, inch and a half. Back then I used to smoke too. So I'd go back, punch a couple yeah. of darts, and then I'd yeah. be like, fuck it. I'll have another go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Now, the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good old days. Yeah. The good old um, days. So from my case analysis after the embalming process, um, I noticed that uh, there was a couple of great things. So when I say great, I mean like great results um, in some of the things. You know, there was a bit better color. The liver mortis had cleared, so that blood pooling, a lot of that had gone. But this, you can never get rid of postmortem stain. Same as any sort of impressions, like like there was a jock line that yep. you won't get rid of that. No. Um, the the facial features were set properly. Um, everything there was no leaks. Um, the lips were better, more full, yep. no crease in the forehead, <clears throat> firmness found in both eyes and around the lips. So there was proper proper preservation made. Um, once that was completed, um, dressed from clothes. So he was dressed with the clothes provided from the family. Um, we applied, Once again, we applied more massage cream to the mm-hmm. face and to the hands. Fingernails were cleaned. Hair was washed, styled according to the pictures that yep. were provided. So all in all, um, this we're very satisfied in the end result. Everything was in order, and um, I would call that a success. Yeah. To give Can to I just say family. something there, Brian? Yep. Even in a normal body preparation, mm-hmm. we clean underneath the fingernails. That's exactly right. And if they're whatever, we we will trim the fingernails back. Yes, that's exactly right. Now, I want to make this is one very important thing I want to make note of. That took hours. That yeah. was quite an extensive yeah, job yeah, considering yeah. that there was 14 incisions to be made. Yeah. And you know everything that we're talking about before? Yeah. The note here, the last thing, funeral was a non-view. Yeah. Unable to get a response from the family. Yeah, so the, family would yeah. Have, the family would have had no idea. It would never have no. any idea what the extent no. was that we went through to it. Yeah. So just that's just a perfect example that that, yeah. that would have been an all-day job. Yep. Yeah. And um, I, never would have got to, I never got the ability to get any no. uh, response from the family. No. So it goes yeah. to show that's what, you know, yeah. when it comes down to professionalism. Yeah, mate, that's exactly and, right. You know, that's that's the difference. So yeah. I just thought, now I've got a shitload of these laying around. So Separ- Separates the, yeah. Yeah, it does. It separates the, the leaders from the rest yeah. and the followers. From the followers, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll definitely drag some more of these yeah. out later on, like yeah. over over episodes. We can go through and talk about them. Yep. Um, I mean, even a normal case. Yeah, yeah. No, you this know. is just one extreme to really get yeah, it going. If you, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, you just single point injection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the carotid. Yeah, well, there is there is Up ones down, there. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So we'll go through and talk about some of those in the yeah. future as well. Yep. So I hope, I hope the pallbearers got um, a bit of an insight. Yeah, a bit of into, an insight. Into, I hope they found that quite interesting. Yeah. I'd love to get some feedback from you. Yeah. Um, please. Feel free to send us through some comments, yeah. questions, um, questions. Yeah. Uh, email me what you thought of this episode in particular because yep. we will try to get these out a little bit more regular for you because I've noticed just recently that some of the people, shout out to um, one of the blokes down in Victoria, actually, he's a truckie. Okay. Yep. Um, oh, he listens while he's driving, doesn't he? Yeah, hey, yeah. Good on he, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so it, it is starting to make a bit of a reach out there. Yep. Um and like I said to you before, there's actually people overseas that are listening to it, people in Singapore, Belgium. Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout-out to them. Yeah. Um, but in particular, um, I just want to bring up this person's name because he actually sent me a... Right, while you're looking there, dude, yeah. I, I need little two shout-outs. Yep. They are my children. Yep, sure. Uh, funerals I've done and work I've done, 
sure. um, to my son Tom. Yep. <laughs> Cheers, bro. <laughs> and my daughter Ali. Yeah, she asked one. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, she, she did, did no. mate. <laughs> no, she and did. she did a yeah a, a country one out to Longreach. She with did me. actually. Yeah, oh, well, she I did. did one with her not too long ago. Actually, she came. We did yeah. one at the uh, showgrounds. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. me and Ali. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But shout out to you, Ali. Yeah, good on you, Al. Yeah, we did the. <laughs> we had uh, yeah, ACDC. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, big ACDC yeah. one. Yeah, anyone that follows me, yeah. they'll they'll see. I've posted her video where she's dancing in the crowd in the stadium to. Um, oh, I think it was Thunderstruck. Yeah, yeah, it was Thunderstruck. Something yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, to I just want to give it a shout out to yeah, Daniel. Sorry. No, you're right, mate. No, that's good. Give him a shout out. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're here for. Um, I want to give a shout out to Daniel. Uh, good rope uh, from Melbourne, Victoria. Uh, lives in Warragul, Victoria, mm-hmm. and is an interstate truck driver. Truck driver. Yep. Yep. Um, Carrying the country, mate. Yeah, mate. No bloody oath. Australia stops if they stop, mate. Yep. So uh, I want to give him a shout out. He gave us a shout out. Um, said he appreciates the uh, morning stories, yep. um, and he's going to be hanging out to hear each episode every week. Yeah, so cool. shout out to him, mate. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate the support. That's awesome. I love hearing that stuff. Yep. Uh, and also, um, please, if you have any any questions, anything yeah. that you want to share with us, feel free to email us, follow us on the socials, mm-hmm. hit us up, uh, direct messages. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I appreciate We For some reason, yesterday, um, our view, viewership's just gone bang, skyrocketed. It's doubled, mm-hmm. doubled in one day. So I don't know what it is, but thank you so much to all the people who have been doing yeah. that. Much love to you all. Love you all. Mate, if no one followed, we wouldn't do it, would they? No, that's no. it. Like, that's it, 100%. We're, we're the, yeah, we're just telling our stories. Mm. And as the nameplate says, mate, yeah, what does it say? I've, I've told my story, my story or something. No, yeah, my st- Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Always been told, yeah. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Uh, yep. And if you have any of those questions, come in. So thank you all once again. Yep. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll be in touch. And we'll catch you on the next episode of The Morning Show. Thanks, Carl. Cheers, bro. Cheers, bro. Have a good one, brother. See ya.